Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Julia Hartley Brewer Coronavirus Update. If you're in lockdown, just like me, don't worry. I've put together some of the best bits from my talk radio breakfast show into this daily podcast, so you won't miss any of the day's biggest coronavirus updates. Enjoy and stay safe. Online, on DAB and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. Uh, Matt Hancock, the Health and Social Care Secretary, joins us right now. Good morning to you. Hi, how are you? Uh, very well indeed. Lovely to hear from you. Um, uh, let's look. Let's talk, if we can, first of all, about this this reaching the peak of the pandemic. The press conference you gave last night in number 10, uh, Professor Chris Whitty, standing by your side, said he thought that the new infections were beginning to flatten out um, and that we, we were seeing a uh, beginning of, of, of the plateau. Um, how hopeful are you that this extension we're expecting today, the three-week extension of the lockdown, will be the, the final extension? And, and how, oh. how pessimistic are you that it's going to carry on for many weeks and months ahead? Oh, oh, Julia, you tempt me. Um, the, um, the, the, the truth is that uh, we don't know. We're making the decision today based on the information we have today as to uh, what we need to do. And, it's, um, uh, and I don't think anybody expects the measures to be changed. We'll, we'll take that decision formally uh, later today, looking at all of the evidence. Um, but um, I, 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 it's far too early then to ask um, uh, what next. You know what, what, what next? The next time we take a decision like this, we haven't even today, taken today's decision um, formally yet. But I think everybody can see that whilst we may be nearing the peak, um, the, the the numbers are not coming down. Um, and um, but what we have managed to achieve is stopping them going up in the exponential way that they were going up before. Okay. Um, there's been some debate about whether or not you should give information out about an exit strategy. Sir Keir Starmer, the new Labour leader, uh, has been demanding it's pu- uh, published this week. Nadine Dorries, one of your health ministers, yesterday was tweeting that it was you know, ridiculous to, uh, to expect an exit strategy at this time. What is the reason for not telling us the likely things that would happen in the event of an exit strategy? Is it actually fundamentally down to the fact that you're not entirely sure the British people can be trusted not to take matters into their own hands a bit earlier? No, I think one of the things that's important is clarity of messaging. We're, we're asking the public to do things that are completely different to how normal life existed just a couple of months ago. And the clarity of message that what we're asking people to do is stay at home because that protects the NHS and saves lives. Uh, that has helped make sure that we have um, very high levels of uh, adherence to the, to the social distancing rules and that is helping to control the virus. So 
how we as ministers um, communicate, how the government uh, puts out its information has a direct impact on how many lives are saved. And that's why we're very careful about what we say and, 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 and aren't going to get into speculation. And, you know, politicians can um, make their um, accusations. And I think that it's best that we don't politicize this and instead that we work together as a country to come through it the best we can. And, and, and that's why we, have to, we try to keep the clarity of the, of, of the message okay. around well, the let's lockdown, talk about what people need to do. Let's talk about what you were announcing yesterday about your help for uh, care home staff and indeed residents. And I've spoken to you about this many times before and concerned that it's, yeah. I mentioned you at my own elderly aunt, unable to get any tests at their care home. They've now had one patient tested positive for coronavirus. And this will be the case in many different care homes. You're pledging that uh, testing will be offered to all residents, all staff, anyone with symptoms, patients leaving hospital to return to care homes and the like. Yet again, though, we're not getting any timing. That Those tests are not available, all of them, to everyone today. How soon can it be the case that someone can get tested who lives in a care home or works in a care home as soon as they have a concern that they can get a test that day or the next day? How soon can we expect that to happen? Well, if people need a test and if a patient needs a test in a care home, uh, then that will happen immediately. That's as of you, that would happen today. They could they could mm-hmm. get, they could get a, that capacity today if they if they need it. The capacity is there if they're symptomatic. We had a uh, this is about making sure that we uh, we understand as much as we possibly can about what's going on in care homes. Over ten thousand care home residents have already been tested, and we know that there are um, outbreaks in. Um, in 15% of care homes, uh, that means 85% of care homes don't have uh, an outbreak. Um, and um, uh, we're expanding that testing. And I think that the testing of people leaving hospital as well will help uh, to, um, to, 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 to reassure people that people with COVID-19 are not going into a, a care home and, and taking it with them, so to speak. Okay, let me ask you about the Daily Mirror front page today, saying as hundreds die in care homes and desperate staff plead for personal protective equipment under fire, Health Secretary Matt Hancock offers them a badge. They say that's unbelievable. There are many who are very, very supportive of both you and this government and the uh, the, the national effort at this time, but may feel that giving people life-saving equipment right now is when testing is rather more of a priority than a badge showing that we care about carers. Uh, what would you say oh, to those oh, people? Oh, oh, Julia, I think that that's a, a, a grave mistake. We've got to do both. I think that the response from the sector, from people who work in care, uh, to the uh, to, to giving everyone a nationally recognised um, uh, 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 symbol is, in, is has been incredibly positive. And uh, I saw that Daily Mirror front page. I'm afraid they've misjudged the mood of the nation. Of course, with the whole plan sets out what we're doing on testing, on protective equipment, on all the other matters as well. So it's not an either or, but making sure that our social care workers get the recognition that they deserve for the work that they do is incredibly important. And it has practical implications. You know, you've seen the supermarkets put on uh, extra times when NHS staff can go in. Well, that can now be NHS and care staff and you know we talk when we talk about clap for the carers which is going happening again this evening at eight o'clock it's not just clap for the NHS it's clap for social carers as well it's clap for the carers so um, I think that people are um, misjudging it if they 
think okay. that people in social care don't want or deserve recognition. And what do you make uh, as a you know as a as a human being rather than as a, a politician? And you yourself have had coronavirus. You say you've lost uh, uh, two people that you, that you care about to coronavirus yourself. And what do you make of the accusation implied in some of the questions you received yesterday that you the government don't really care about people in care homes? They've been forgotten. Don't really care about the elderly, and and they have basically been sacrificed. What do you make of that? Well, I, I you know journalists ask their questions. Um, and um, my job is to make sure that the people who are listening get the information about what the government is doing. And, does it, does um, it bother you, though? Well, it, you know, I think, I think uh, frankly, sometimes the way that questions are being asked by journalists it, it, um, irritates a lot of the public at the moment. Um, but the, um, the way that I answer the question, you know, the way I treat it is, um, to try to give the most straightforward information possible in in response to questions like that, you know, we've been we've been working on protecting people in care homes right from the start because one of the first things we knew about this crisis was that the impact was the biggest on, on the oldest. So it's been an incredibly important part of the work. I'm really sorry, Julia. I am okay. I can know. Can I? Can I? I've just got one more question. Captain Tom Moore has now reached twelve million pounds yes. uh, for his uh, sponsored walk. Absolutely what do you make of that? Brilliant. Um, Your I, message I, I, to Tom? My message to Tom is that he's an inspiration. He's served his country before, and he's serving his country again. And I think that we are all incredibly proud of him. Across the UK, online, on DAB, and on your smart speaker. Talk Radio. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. We're going to talk to Shadow Health Secretary, Labour MP Jonathan Ashworth. First up, though, let's talk about the, the man who's just... Well, the absolute hero of the hour, hero of the day, um, hero, it would appear, from the, most of the last century. He's 99 years old. You know exactly what I'm talking about now, don't you? Captain Tom Moore, 99 years old. Uh, he's had a, a hip operation. And um, despite that, despite walking on a Zimmer frame, he thought he'd raise some money for the NHS on the front line, the workers, the, uh, the volunteers and others. Uh, and uh, he decided he would do 100 laps of his garden on his Zimmer frame. Well, today he's hoping to complete those 100 lengths of his 25-metre-long garden uh, in Bedfordshire um, but he's gone rather over that initial target of £1,000. It went a little bit crazy. This morning his total has reached, I kid you not more than £12 million. Pounds. I am delighted to welcome his unbelievably, I imagine, proud grandson Benji Ingram Moore who joins us now. Good morning to you Benji. Good morning. Yes, I cannot imagine how proud you must be of your granddad. Tell us, tell us what he's like as a man. Is this the sort of thing you think, oh, there we go, granddad's at it again. Is this the sort of thing you'd expect him to do? I tell you what, my grandfather's a proper Yorkshire man at heart. He takes every step in his stride and he is honestly one of the most incredible people you will ever meet. To him, this is just another step in creating his legacy and I think he's done a phenomenal job. We are immensely proud. I've lived with him all my life, practically, since I was about three years old. And he's taught me so much in life, so I couldn't be more thankful for him. So, Well, I can't imagine what a wonderful tribute that must be for a grandfather to hear. I mean, he's, he does seem just to be an incredible man. And he's also, I think, threatened, is the word, threatened to continue the, the, uh, <laughs> the laps of his, uh, the lengths of his garden as the money keeps pouring in. I think that's his doing and undoing. He never stops. And I think despite his age, you wouldn't be able to tell him from a 50-year-old. His worth ethic is frankly incredible. I think he's fitter than me and I'm meant to be a 16-year-old playing sports all my life. I think he walks further than me. He's, he's awesome. I, I couldn't speak more highly of him. Absolutely. Well, look, here's a little message for your grandfather uh, from the Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, who we spoke to just a few moments ago. Have a listen to this. My message to Tom is that he's an inspiration. He's served his country before and he's serving his country again. And I think that we are all incredibly proud of him. What do you make of that, Benji? Honestly, it's something we never could have dreamed of. So we started this out from such a small little project in our kitchen and to reach 12 million and getting big name celebs and government officials involved is, is something that we could just never even imagined. Having someone, especially like Matt Hancock, who's so important in our crisis at the moment, it's amazing to receive his support. And I think that's what's been so amazing of it. Um, the support yeah. we've received is amazing. 
I mean, again, I, and again, I think the, 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 those people who are going to benefit from the twelve million pounds raised, and I'm sure it's going to keep going up uh, as your granddad carries on walking, um, is is going to be. It's going to be incredibly grateful for that. Tell us where the money's actually going to go. Twelve million pounds is a huge sum of money. What's it going to be spent on? Who, who's going to get it? So the charity we are donating all of us to is called NHS Charities Together. We took a lot of time to research into lots of NHS charities that have been helping out during this pandemic. We chose these guys because we think they're incredible. They are going to put the money exactly where it needs. I believe it's a lot to do with the salaries of the workers on the front line who desperately need the money. They are putting themselves in the war zone situation. As my granddad said on TV the other day, we are the support from behind. And I think this charity, NHS Charities Together, will really support them like we need to. Absolutely, we certainly do, and we know. I mean, as, as Matt Hancock mentioned, there, you know, your your grandfather's already served the country, uh, serving in in the war. He served in India, in Burma, in the Second World War, in the Duke of Wellington's uh, regiment. And, you know, he's he's already done his bit for Queen and country, and now he's doing it again. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said before, it's his undoing and doing. He, he will never stop, and I think his pride of being an Englishman and just being someone who can serve for his country is everything to him. I think he wants to leave a legacy behind that people remember him by. I think a bit of that to me, I, I'm really glad this all happened because it gives something to remember him by. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we I mean, all of, everyone listening here at Talk Radio, everyone uh, on the staff and everyone listening right now, I'm sure wants to pay tribute. Please send our huge best uh, to uh, to your father, to your grandfather, sorry, Captain uh, Tom uh, Moore, uh, Benji. Um, and I really hope people do contribute. £12 million is amazing. It could be a lot more. Uh, so tell people where they have to go to try and contribute to that. Right. So the link is www.justgiving.com forward last forward slash fundraising, forward slash Tom's Walk for the NHS. Um, Tom's Walk. So if they, go, if, they, if they Google Tom's Walk for the NHS, it will probably yes, come up, won't that it? should come up. Brilliant. Anything Benji, thank Moore. you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And he's on Twitter as well. Benji uh, Ingram Moore, uh, he's in year 11. He's 16-year-old. I have to say, I, mean, I, think, I think Tom Moore would be rather proud of his, his grandson as well. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Thank you. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. Uh, right now, though, let's uh, talk uh, about, uh, well, the politics of all this once again. The Shadow Health Secretary joins us now, Labour MP Jonathan Ashworth. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, I'm sure, actually, just uh, first up, I mean, just having spoken to the uh, the grandson of uh, Captain Tom Moore, raising now this extraordinary £12 million sum so far, no doubt it will keep climbing higher. Uh, wondering if you want to pass a message to uh, Captain Moore yourself. Yeah, it's just remarkable, isn't it? And it just shows you the tremendous spirit amongst our uh, the great British public for those who for him doing this and everyone who is uh, everyone who has supported him and I know there'll be great spirit will be shown again I think this evening when we all go out and clap for the NHS and care workers as well I mean this is a difficult worrying scary time for, but we are pulling together as a nation Absolutely. Um, let's talk about uh, reaching the peak of this pandemic. Professor Chris Whitty said that the, the trend in new infections is beginning to flatten out. There's going to be big meetings today, Cabinet and the COBRA meeting about uh, increasing, well, extending that lockdown by another three weeks. But obviously the conversations are very much turning to the exit strategy. How do we get out of this? Um, what do you want to hear from the government and what do you think the exit strategy should be? Well, I think we need some details of what comes next. I mean, Nadine Doris, he's the junior health minister on Twitter last night, was saying, well, stop asking about an exit strategy. That only comes when we have a vaccine. Well, that could be 18 months away. So I don't know if the government, that means the government are proposing a lockdown for the next 18 months. It's, it's why we're calling for this clarity. I believe that 
well, the way in which we manage our exit from this lockdown in, to, until we get that vaccine is by really scaling up our testing and tracing capability. Matt Hancock's promised us 100,000 tests a day by the end of the month, but only at 16,000 16, tests a day at the moment. I think we need more details on, on what is the testing plan, because that's how you will manage the spread of this virus in the coming months uh, if you want to be out of this lockdown. Yes, there is absolutely no way we are going to have a proper exit strategy without that testing. And a lot of people querying whether he's in two weeks uh, the health secretary is going to achieve that target. Would you expect him to resign if he doesn't? No, I, I'm not getting into all that. I mean, we, we need that he's that I'm a different political party. Uh, usually we're supposed to be taking lumps out of each other. But we do actually need our government to be focused on this and and putting in place the plans to defeat this virus. We raise issues, we put suggestions to them, we're not trying to score points. We've all got an interest in defeating this virus. And But I do think that the way in which we can go back to a bit more normality in our lives is by having a proper testing strategy because locking us all down is quite a blunt tool. It's the right thing to do, we called for it, but you know, are we, is the government really saying we're going to be locked down like this until the vaccine's available in 18 months, as Nadine Doris suggested on Twitter last night? We just need transparency and clarity from government about their thinking. OK, um, but, but also, can we talk about what was uh, said by Matt Hancock at the press conference last night about care home uh, staff yeah. and residents being able to get hold of tests? I spoke to him earlier this morning and he was saying, as of you know, today, the capacity is there. If you have symptoms, if you're a resident, if you're if you are a care home worker, you, you will be able to get uh, tested, uh, which is certainly something that has not been happening. And there's a fear that some 4000 people may have died in care homes, uh, but have not been counted in that, that official daily death toll that we see from hospitals. Um, do you think a badge with care written on it? is really part of the solution to this? Well, I, can, I mean, I understand why, you know, care staff might want a, a badge, but I think what, actually what I think care, hard-working care staff need is testing and access to testing. Only around 500 of the care, care workforce have been tested. This is a workforce of 1.2 million on the front line. They need the protective equipment, the, the aprons, the visors, uh, if, 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 if appropriate for, work, for where they work, and, and so on, the hand gels. But they also need a pay rise, don't they? These are low-paid workers in very, very insecure contracts. I think they should be the priority issues. Um, if a badge helps them get get their shopping in at the supermarkets, um, like NHS can get staff can get their shopping at the supermarkets, then you know, that's a good thing. But I think there are more substantial things that need to be tackled first. Yes, I think a lot of us will, will agree with that. Uh, and in terms, you know, we look do you know the, the clap for our carers. We're going to do that at eight o'clock tonight, and, and there were lots of people calling for medals and tributes and the like. But fundamentally, this is about making sure that as few people as possible get this uh, get this disease, uh, as few people as possible uh, are seriously affected and die of the disease, uh, and 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 that the carers are protected as well. Do you think overall the government is doing enough? And if there's one thing that you would want the government to do more of or to change. What would it be in terms of their well, policy tackling the coronavirus? We've got to get more of the PPE out to NHS staff and care staff. We just had a heartbreaking uh, news of a 28-year-old pregnant nurse dying from yeah. coronavirus. We're seeing the increasing numbers of NHS staff, and I think there have been care staff who have died. Well, there have been care staff who have died as well. I mean, we are putting our health and care staff in danger. They are brave and they are courageous, but they're going to do their jobs every day. They should be protected properly. There still seems to be problems in the system. Ministers say at the Downing Street press conferences they're getting it fixed, but then we keep hearing from staff on the ground saying it's not fixed. This has to be the priority. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. 
Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to today's Julia Hartley Brewer coronavirus update. Please don't forget to like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. And you can catch me live on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 till 10. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.